0: Jepeth's eyes blazed with fury and he was standing rigid, his body seethed with tension and his fists were clenched, I felt genuinely frightened and nerves swam through my body, his lips were pulled back as a low growl rumbled out of his mouth and I could see the sharp death-dealing teeth within, After he'd caught me with Buck by the edge of the cliff, we stormed back to camp. I'd been so scared. When he came up to us and interrupted our secret rendezvous, I'd been afraid he was going to shove me over the cliff. I may have been the special one— "'but Chapeth had a violent temper and was rarely in control of his emotions. "'His wild passion was something that fed my attraction to him, "'but it added a layer of danger, too, "'and I never knew what he was going to do next. "'I knew it had been wrong "'and that Buck and I shouldn't have done what we'd done, "'but I, I couldn't help myself.' Seeing him excel in the hunt and then carry me away into the woods was intense and electrifying, and even now my heart was still trying to calm itself. Technically, we we hadn't done anything wrong either. Technically, I couldn't blame Japeth for being so angry, but I had to try and calm him down. Coming back from the cliff had been awful. Jepeth had grabbed my hand and dragged me away. I pleaded my innocence while Buck and Jepeth argued. At one point, they turned on each other, and I thought another fight was going to ensue. One of these times, a fight between them was going to be their last. We tried to reason with Jepeth, but nothing worked, and eventually Buck fell away and disappeared into the darkness. I watched him melt into the shadows and wondered if he was abandoning me, if he just wanted me for fun again. Maybe when it came down to it, he wasn't going to put himself on the line for me. I didn't want to believe it, but after what Chipeth had told me about the first time Buck and I had been intimate, about how I was just his conquest, I couldn't be sure of anything. Jepeth had dragged me back to his tent, and I'd been so embarrassed when we walked through the camp. The rest of the pack was rejoicing in the success of the hunt. They'd already skinned the animal and were roasting it over a large fire by the time we got back. The meat crackled as juices poured out of it, and the heavy, succulent smell filled the open air and drifted towards my stomach. They didn't cook it for too long, because they liked it rare and raw, but it was cooked enough to distract me. It turns out that living in the wild isn't good for your diet, and I was starting to realize that I really missed my three square meals a day. Despite the attraction of the sizzling meat, their heads all turned and watched as I was pulled through the camp like an admonished child. It was incredibly humiliating and although Buck and Jepeth kept referring to me as the special one, I didn't feel very special. The wolves murmured to each other. They were probably hoping that Jepeth would be done with me and throw me to them so they could have their wicked way with me. I gulped as I passed them, but I had more important things to worry about. Jepeth flung me into the tent and finally let go. I rubbed my wrist, for it was sore and red from where he'd gripped it so tightly. I gasped and wiped the sweat away from my brow as I caught my breath. The mat was still lying on the floor. The smooth dirt was soft against my feet. The sun blazed, and although the beams were shielded by the hut, a glow still came through. The tribal trinkets on the wall shone with the reflected light and if I hadn't been so preoccupied, I would have wondered about their historical significance. I imagined they must have been passed down through the pack, and were probably couched in mythology and mysticism, much like my destiny supposedly was. Yet I was still just a young man amongst beasts. Sometimes I wondered exactly what I was doing there. "'You said not to touch,' We didn't do anything, I tried to explain, but Jepeth wasn't having it. He strode around the entrance of the hut. Each footstep was heavy and made the ground shake. I truly feared for my life. I didn't know what would happen to the prophecy if I died, or if that meant I I couldn't be killed. I've never really understood how prophecies worked, to be honest.'